It's time for Fat Dude Digs Flicks with your host, Andy the Fat Dude. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of Fat Dude Digs Flicks. I'm your resident fat dude, Andy, coming to you recorded from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uh, I'm doing things a little bit differently. Of course, when this posts, it won't really make a difference, so I don't know why I even bother. But I'm going to try and and rattle some stuff off before I go to work. (laughs) So I'm sitting in the parking lot at work. Uh, and then I will uh, try and record something in the morning after I get off of work and post this in the morning. So none of that really matters. It's just I figure, you know, I'm going to be honest with you about what's happening here. Uh, yeah, today's episode, I just want to talk a little bit about a couple of movies that I've had the chance to see. Uh, I probably won't do two deep of a dive on them just because of time and maybe in the morning if I have some more thoughts I will um but I I want to talk about one really quickly and then I'll do the other one in the morning um yeah so the last uh the last week I was able to go see Overlord and Widows and I think people that kind of have their pulse on the movie Buzz Uh, might be surprised by which one I liked more. Now, I gave them both equal taco ratings for different reasons, uh, but the one that I enjoyed far more uh, was Overlord. Uh, I was a little disappointed in Widows, and I will talk more about that later. Uh, But Overlord was a lot of fun. It is about these uh, American soldiers who are flying over Germany, uh, going to be airdropped into Germany, uh, parachute into Germany, behind enemy lines so they can pull off an operation before... Uh, the D-Day invasion. I'm sorry if my voice sounds a little meh. I uh, have to admit that I am fighting a head cold now. Uh, I feel extra congested and it kind of hit me all of a sudden. Uh, I hate when this happens over the holidays because it really fucks up any holiday plans I have. Uh, It just makes me feel uh, even worse. So... Yeah, I'm not feeling great, and I have to, I hate to admit it, but it's the truth. My head is just super congested, and it's it's already difficult for me to breathe through my nose, and when my nose is super congested like this, it's even more difficult. So I apologize if my voice sounds really, because it feels like it sounds really like this. Um, Yeah, I'm just not feeling great. But anyway, back to Overlord. <laughs> back to the stuff that really matters. Uh, yeah, Overlord, it, it's about these soldiers who drop behind enemy lines. They get shot down, uh, and they have to kind of fight their way to this church uh, because this church doubles as like a, a radio operating satellite where, where they can deliver you know German messages and whatnot. And their mission is to destroy the church so that they can blow up all the equipment so that there's no interference uh, with the American soldiers invading the beach. Uh, when they get there, they discover that Hitler and the Nazis have been performing crazy science experiments on soldiers and other people. And I'm going to leave the plot description at that. And I wish that Paramount would have done the same thing uh, because really... This could be this. This could have been a super effective uh, movie if they would have changed their marketing just a little bit. Like I enjoyed it, I really did. But I think if they would have left the um, 
horror sci-fi elements a mystery until you know you got to the theater or i mean they could have alluded to that something was amiss but i wish they wouldn't have shown anything because i think that would have been one hell of a surprise that really would have excited moviegoers but even though even aside from that this movie was a lot of fun like just a super enjoyable entertaining uh good trip to the movies it's action-packed it's suspenseful uh that that sequence of the plane at the very beginning of the film is incredibly tense uh it, it just yeah it's it's hard to kind of unclench yourself after that and then the rest of the movie is just like that and then when they throw in the horror and sci-fi elements uh near the film's second half it's really effective it's it's a very entertaining film uh there are some really great lines of dialogue, and there are some really terrible lines of dialogue. I think overall the story is really well written, and the way things unfold are really well written. Uh, the dialogue is is mostly effective. There is a moment near the end of the film where you want the character to rattle off something brilliant just something uh, you know that is like the, the zinger, the punchline of the movie. And he does not. And it kind of leaves you scratching your head. Like, oh, this is the line that we're going with. This is this is it. Uh, but don't let that deter you. Uh, Overlord really is a lot of fun, especially for fans of action films, fans of horror films, uh, war movie films. It's, it's an effective war movie, too. It just has these horror science fiction elements at the end uh, that kind of set it apart, put it in a genre all of its own. Uh, so yeah, I would give Overlord three and a half tacos. It's a really fun movie. Uh, way better than I was expecting. Uh, just an, enjoy, an enjoyable trip to the movies. Uh, so that gets a very strong recommendation for me. Uh, when I return, I will give you a rundown of Widows, uh, Steve McQueen's latest film, uh, and tell you what I thought about that. So we'll take a little break, and then we'll be back in just a minute. Hey there, podcast listeners. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And we're your hosts of A Piece of Pie, the queer film podcast. Every episode, we're going to take two movies or more, compare them, contrast them, and talk about them. Sometimes we talk about things like Terrence Malick and his use of handheld cameras or his sparse dialogue. And sometimes we talk about Alex Garland and how he mirrors things in both story and visuals. Sometimes we just talk about Chris Evans and his butt. Or Meryl Streep and how she might have farted her way to an Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So join us. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that might just be you, James. <laughs> Maybe. Thank you for listening to Fat Dude Digs Flicks. And just like that, I'm back. Now here's here's the funny thing. <laughs> when I last left you, it was uh, I think it was the Tuesday. Before Thanksgiving, and I was talking about Overlord and how much I enjoyed Overlord, and then I was going to go to work, work my shift, and come out and talk about Widows. It is now the Tuesday morning after Thanksgiving, uh, and I'm going to finish this up and talk about two other movies that I've seen. I don't really know what other stuff I want to talk about other than Widows and the other two movies that I saw. There's probably a lot to talk about, but I'm kind of unfocused 
now. But I want to get this out there. I want to get it. Make sure I get a podcast out, podcast out there. Uh, I'd like to be more um, regular with my episode dropping. I think in 2018, I also want to try and invest in some more or some different podcasting equipment. Like I really like using this app. It's it's really convenient for you know podcasting on the go. But if I ever want to sit down and do something a little more professionally, like I still I can't, I don't know how I would go about having guests. Uh, I would really like to do a podcast where I have more guests. You you get the episodes with Jameson where I put the phone uh, next to a computer speaker and just go with that. Uh, but I'm sure the audio quality isn't up to snuff. Uh, I'd like to have something a little bit better. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in 2019 um, with my podcast. It's going to always be here. Uh, I, I love doing this. And even if I still only have six or seven listeners by the end of the year next year, I'm still going to do it just because I really enjoy I enjoy this. Uh, it's fun to, to kind of talk to talk to myself, but hopefully talk to a few of you at least uh, about movies because that's that's the thing that I love. I love it yeah, more than more than pretty much anything. They're they're you know I love my girlfriend more, but, but and I love tacos and I love my family, but movies are kind of the that's the thing. That's my that's my. Thing. That's, we all have our little hobbies or whatnot, our little passions, and this this is mine. So yeah, this it's been a long night at work. I am exhausted. Uh, so pardon my little rant. Let's get to the point. So I want to talk about Widows for a second. Um, Widows is the latest uh, release from Steve McQueen. Um, the trailers have marketed this uh, to be an action heist movie. Which it really is not. Um, I liked Widows, but I didn't love it. If you follow film Twitter uh, and a lot of critics on Twitter, they are they are pushing this movie to the extreme. Like just, it is like it's the greatest thing to come out this year. Uh, it is not that. Uh, I like Widows. I I enjoyed a lot of the beats of Widows. I thought the performances were very good in Widows. I like the characters in Widows. My problem with Widows is that it just... There are a lot of plot holes. Uh, There was a lot of, you know, a lot of build-up to something that, that didn't take very long. The heist is very short, and it's at the very end of the movie. Um, and I heard a lot of people complaining about how in Ocean's 8, uh, they pulled this heist off and everything came together really perfectly. Um, yeah, uh, I feel like if I address anything about Widows, it'll spoil it. Uh, but there are complaints that were lobbied at Ocean's 8 that are not being lobbied at Widows, and that's disappointing uh, I, the, the two movies couldn't be... I mean, they're, they're similar in theme, but they couldn't be more different in the, in tone. Like, Ocean's 8 is a fun heist movie. Widows is certainly not that. Um, I, I liked Ocean's 8 more than Widows. Yeah, come at me. I'm going to get a lot of heat for that one, I know it. 
Uh, but again, I liked I liked Widows. I did. Uh, there are some plot twists that weren't clear, or a, a big plot twist that wasn't completely clear as to what exactly was known by other characters, or, you know, it, it just... <sighs> It felt, everything felt very convenient, like it conveniently worked out. I think Steve McQueen is a brilliant director. I think he comes up with some amazing shots and gets some great work out of his actors. I think the script for Widows was a was a good overall script, but I think it needed uh, another uh, look to kind of tighten some things up. Um, yeah. I, I liked Widows. I did. I just did not love it. So for Widows, I give that one three and a half tacos as well. Uh, a less enthusiastic three and a half tacos. It's funny, too, because another one of the movies that I saw, I would give, well, not as enthusiastic as a three and a half tacos as Overlord, uh, but a more enthusiastic three and a half tacos than Widows. Uh, and I'll talk about that one next. That would be Creed 2. Uh, I was able to see the latest entry in the Creed franchise, the Rocky franchise, both franchisees, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. I, I didn't think it was as good as the first Creed. Uh, it kind of falls around the middle of the Rocky series as a whole for me. But that's not bad because I really like the Rocky series. I kind of came to a conclusion that there's a pretty good chance that the Rocky series uh, might be my favorite franchise. Um, and that's, you know, over Star Wars. Like, I think per per film. Like, films that were a success that I enjoyed compared to how many were released. And, you know... There was only one Rocky movie that I did not like, and that was Rocky V. But I don't think you can really find anybody that likes Rocky V. I think there's a big gap in people's rankings of the Rocky series where it's like all the other ones, and then at the bottom, but like way below, and then even lower, is Rocky V. And uh, it's, you know, I think it's liked so little that they've kind of... Uh, removed it from the continuity of the Rocky series because you don't hear anybody reference what happens in that film in any of the other Rocky, any of the Rocky movies that have come since. So, yeah, it's not great. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about Creed II. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was a good film about uh, the legacy between fathers and sons. And, you know, how you want to kind of live up to, not just live up to what your father has set for you, but you want to surpass it. You want to be greater than. And parents want their children to be greater than what they are. And it, it, this film really deals with that in an interesting fashion by going back uh, to the characters from Rocky IV, Ivan Drago, uh, and giving him a son. And pitting his son up against uh, Adonis Creed, who is, of course, the son of Apollo Creed, who was killed by Ivan Drago in Rocky IV. Uh, this film does something that's kind of surprising by giving uh, a narrative and growth and depth to the Drago family. Uh, there's a little bit more layers, uh, some more layers uh, to those characters. And I think it kind of gives you a chance to empathize with 
Ivan Drago, especially who was the villain in Rocky IV, who was kind of, you know, at that time, a pretty stereotypical villain. Big, bad Russian, you know, blonde, cut from, like, the perfect rock, you know. This man is chiseled. Um, yeah, and, and, and it goes back in Rocky IV. It goes back with the Rocky IV elements, and it kind of expa- expands upon his story, and now his son's story, and it allows you to kind of feel something for them. Um, it's it's lacking Ryan Coogler's uh, directorial flair. Like it's just not as stylized as the first Creed film. And you know, Coogler brought some really fresh elements to things. And I think if you ever want to question, you know, what Ryan Coogler, Ryan Coogler's talents are, I would say watch the fight sequences in Creed, and then watch the fight sequences in Creed Two, and I think you will very clearly notice a difference there. Um, yeah, overall, I, I liked Creed 2, and, and especially, excuse me, especially as it rolls into its final act, uh, it gets very strong, uh, and, and, you know, is your, your typical, enjoyable Rocky story. The Rocky movies are very formulaic, uh, you know what you're getting into, but there's nothing wrong with that if they pull them off correct, you know, pull them off right, and are entertaining, and I think Creed 2 was definitely entertaining, so, I give Creed 2 three and a half tacos. I liked it. I would highly recommend that one. If you want to read more of my thoughts, I wrote a very long review, so check that out on the Facebook or Instagram. The last one I'll talk about, I'm going to touch upon this briefly because I already feel like I've said so much about uh, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I talked about it on the radio show this past week. Um, yeah, Ralph Breaks the Internet is fine. It's okay. Uh, I give it three tacos. It... <laughs> there's something missing from it and I can't quite put my finger on what it is you know I, I address the fact that it's not really a, there's no clear villain and you know I don't necessarily know that you need a clear villain but this one it it, it gets a little uh I don't know I don't know I there's just something missing in Ralph Breaks the Internet and this is another one where I kind of feel like I'm butting heads with other critics on it not really because I, I don't really talk to anybody but but I'm kind of like on the opposite side of them it's not that it's a bad movie by any means I think the animation is mostly charming the ending is terrifying uh, when there is an actual physical manifestation of a villain uh, some of that animation is the most disturbing stuff I've seen in, in an animated movie in quite some time especially in a Pixar movie um but yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's good. It's just there's something that's not there that was in the first one. Uh, I think the first one was kind of underrated uh, and, and kind of a surprise for how charming and effective it was. Uh, and maybe that set the bar a little too high. And this one couldn't quite get there. Um, there are moments where they they. You take the internet idea and run with it, and those are really effective. I really like the sequence that was set in um, uh, the Disney area of the internet. But of course you're going to. It's a Disney film. They're going, did I say Pixar way back? It's not Pixar. Wreck-It Ralph is not Pixar. Wreck-It Ralph is Disney. So I apologize for that screw-up. Um, yeah, I think it's a Disney film, so of course they're going to make the Disney part the best because they're going to highlight their characters and their properties yada 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 um but that part was that that sequence was really good it just overall it, it was a little i liked i liked it but i didn't love it and 
I think because I wanted something so much more out of it, that's why I go with the three tacos, the kind of middle of the road, instead of my, oh, you know, slightly favorable, slightly better than middle of the road, three and a half tacos. So Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet, is three tacos, Creed 2, three and a half, Widows, three and a half. Now I give Widows the three and a half because I, like, I really respect its technical merits uh, more than I like the film. And then Overlord, three and a half tacos. Uh, Overlord is, is, I think, my favorite of this group. Uh, it was just so much fun. A total surprise. Uh, yeah, really, really good stuff. But I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up there. I've talked on for a while. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say right now. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me on the Internet, you can find me on the Facebook page, uh, Fat Dude Digs Flicks. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Letterbox. I, I really recommend, if you uh, like movies a lot, uh, I would really suggest checking out Letterboxd. It's a lot of fun. Uh, like this like this podcast. Leave a review. Uh, leave a, a star rating. Subscribe. All that good stuff. I'd like to get out there to more people. I'm going to cough, and I can't do that on the radio show because I don't know how to mute it. But here, I don't know how to mute it either, but it's my stuff, so I can do what I want to. <coughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio. You're listening. And if you enjoy it, if you keep coming back to it, leave a rating. Like, it would be fun to be able to get out to more people. Uh, I've got the YouTube channel. You know, follow it. If you want to leave a donation, uh, donate a Fandango gift card, Amazon gift card, Cinemark gift card, anything like that, or just want to write a letter about some recommendations or anything like that, uh, please shoot an email to fatdudigsflicks at gmail.com. Let's continue this conversation. I would like to talk about more stuff. Uh, That's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Fat Dude Digs 